about the Enshell Directive. I just see it as just one of, you know, the many rules that have been being phased in in all, you know, in, in so many spaces and so many jurisdictions, and even at a, a supranational level, that basically the message that we're getting is that if a structure does not serve a commercial purpose, you know, it's not going to be looked upon favorably. So there must be some commercial benefit, not just a tax benefit for whatever it is you, you try to structure. So, uh, you know, I, so I, I see it as, you know, this, this huge, uh, huge push. And it's, it's going to make, you know, the whole space of tax planning, it's going to become even more restrictive uh, than it already is because it's, it's trending in that direction. So it's being really pushed in, in you know, in, in that direction. And then people who make it sound easy, they just go on, uh, again, social media and say, all you need to do is form a company in XYZ and you'll automatically have all these benefits. It, they just seem to be missing the point of this huge wave of regulation from all the major jurisdictions, from the North Americans, from the Europeans, from the major Asian economies as well, that are all heading in the same direction. But what are your thoughts on on the Unshell Directive in particular and the major push in you know in general? Yeah, uh, well, there is, as you said, uh, the uh, the the uh, EU's Unshell Directive, as it is colloquially called, the Directive Against Shell Companies, uh, will make the life of a tax uh, planner a lot harder. Uh, the, the, the goal is basically to get rid of companies which have no economic, as I said, uh, purpose, which is just used for tax planning. And the directive is very complicated and tries to sort of establish a kind of filter system, uh, where you filter out those companies which are shell entities. Uh, uh, the, the European Commission is saying that do not worry because this, this directive only applies to 0.3% of all of the EU's companies. So it's just a very tiny, uh, set of companies which will be affected. Okay, that is very myopic because actually every company in the EU must go through the filter and see whether it fulfills the test, whether it belongs to the 0.3% shell companies or not. So it will uh, it will create a lot of compliance, a lot of uh, compliance requirements, a lot of bureaucracy uh, for EU companies. It only applies to EU companies, uh, and the the Commission is also thinking of extending that to non-EU companies, but that is that is uh, sort of still. Uh, still a crystal ball uh, thing, yeah. So it will, it will definitely make uh, planning a lot more complicated, and uh, um, it will, it will. If you have a company, you probably have to, that is a shell company. You either have to get rid of it as soon as possible, or beef it up, or give it some kind of commercial purpose, yeah. give it breathe in life, make it like make it real and not not a shell, yeah. Mm. But you know, do, do you think I sound like a bit of a conspiracy theorist, thinking that hey, this is part of a wider push when you know you know the economic substance rules all over and and you know the, the EU uses this bully pulpit of the the gray list and the black list to put pressure on jurisdictions like Hong Kong is reviewing its offshore companies. I think that's perhaps part of the reason why the Gulf, the the, the UAE, the Arab Emirates, including Dubai, of course, now they're phasing in taxes. They're going to have a nine percent first time in history. And no. those who think that it's going to apply to domestic companies only and those offshore companies are going to be left untouched, they have another thing coming. So my, my point is, I see it as, uh, you know, the, the registries, the, I, I know that the, the public access is being, but the existence of a central registry. So I, I see it as a, a wider confluence of, of uh, political and policy forces. Uh, do you think I'm being a bit too paranoid? Yeah, uh, I, I think it uh, sort of there's a clear trend uh, yeah. discernible, which mm -hmm. uh, which started uh, a decade or one and a half decades ago. Mm -hmm. Before that, uh, the tax authorities were like totally 
um, how you say, they were not really cooperating or speaking with, with each other, not exchanging views on planning. Whereas we advisors, we were chatting around and meeting each other, hashing out plans, ideas, uh, uh, but they were like isolated. And this has changed the OECD, which is the club of tax administrations. Uh, they have organized all sorts of uh, initiatives. It began with exchange of information, uh, which was beefed up and has become automatic with a common reporting standard. Uh, it, it went on with these uh, uh, registers, uh, uh, so UPO registers, uh, which can be used by the tax authorities, which became public in the EU, but which are now not anymore public uh, uh, in, in the EU. Uh, it, uh, it, it went on to uh, the OECD's uh, multilateral instrument, MLI, which closed all sorts of gaps in the application of double taxation treaties, uh, the unshell directive. So it is, it is just one theme that these, uh, uh, tax administrations are sort of working together, uh, coming up with ideas. Uh, they have lots of smart people and, uh, it, it is no question that, um, we are sort of doing an uphill battle. In the past, you had not so smart people, uh, and they did not even speak English, but now you have lots of people who are, uh, in the, in the OECD and who are very, very intelligent and also in the European uh, Commission. I have to make a small a caveat. The text of the Unshell Directive seems as if it had been prepared by an interim. It is not really written <laughs> by somebody who is very uh, uh, fluent. Uh, the, the ideas are very uh, sophisticated, but the uh, I would say the, the wording of the text is, uh, the, the wording of the directive is sometimes a bit lacking in, mm. in sophistication. But uh, yeah, definitely there, there's a theme of more cooperation between tax authorities. Mm, gotcha. So if you're a six, seven, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.